This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors at Loserpool. Be the last man standing and win a thousand pounds guaranteed at loserpool.com. For all your taxi needs, download the ADT Taxi app on your smartphone and book your taxi now at ADT Taxis. Do you enjoy betting against your mates? Then it's time to check out Who Knows Wins. Who Knows Wins are changing the culture of gambling by making it social. They have removed the bookies from the equation and now you can bet on sports against your mates and friends. It's a great way to rake in the cash from your friends and have a bit of banter along the way in the chat section. No odds, no bookmakers. This is all about the prediction on sporting events. The more you know, the more you win. Download the app on the Apple Store or Google Play Store. For more information, visit their website at whoknowswins.com. Welcome everyone to 100% LCFC's Leicester Fan TV podcast. We are back after an international break and uh, I can't wait for the football to return this weekend. I have Phil Holloway with me today on the show. Uh, We're going to quickly summarise the Arsenal game uh, just before the international break and coming up with the Brighton away fixture at the weekend uh, and summarise on England as well as James Manson yet again doesn't really appear for England. Phil Holloway, how are you mate? I'm good Chappers, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. To be quite honest with you mate, these international breaks, uh, now I'm really starting to enjoy how Leicester are playing and where we are in the, in the table. The international breaks are just so long. They feel so long. Uh, Chappers, it feels like we've had them every four weeks since the start of this season. You just get going and then here's another one. Um, no wonder players or, and the managers all, all grumble about wanting a mid-season break. Yeah. We, they have a pretty relentless um, football Premier League programme. Then there's the cup competitions and the Champions League for some of them. Us next year, of course. And then um, uh, you're confident on that, one, aren't you, Phil? Breaks. You're very confident on that. Why not, Lee? We're second. We, we... can be confident about Champions League at the moment. Yeah. At the moment, who knows? 
Uh, speaking of Champions League, it's Mark Albrighton's birthday. Uh, as of the recording of this, it was uh, Mark Albrighton's birthday, uh, and he was the uh, the first Champions League goal scorer for Leicester City. Is that right, Phil? Yeah, I think that's right. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember the game. I think it was Bruges away, wasn't it? Did we win three 0 I think that was Mark- the final score. Yeah. Michael Brighton scored the first ever Leicester City Champions League goal. That's that's one for the quiz questions in the future, I'm sure. I'm sure we could do that as a, maybe a, a future episode, maybe down the line of uh, maybe get yeah, a couple of the other lads on and do a bit of a, of a quiz. Maybe winner puts fifty quid into the pot for charity or something. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll probably lose that later. <laughs> well, uh, hopefully, I can uh, I can take some more money off of you on this week's Who Knows Wins as well, Phil. <laughs> Yes, I've not been doing so well on that recently, Lee. I am. So I'm hoping I need to get. I know you've done all right. You had a big win on it. So. I did. Um, so I need to get back into that this week. I know. Uh, we'll move on to that in a minute. But uh, Arsenal, before the international break, um, we put them over again at home, back to back at home now. Three uh, nil the season before and two nil this season. Uh, let's quickly summarise that game. I think we completely bossed them. To be honest with you, they. I don't think they had really anything on. At all. I spoke to the Arsenal fan TV lads, uh, Robbie Lyle on the AFTV. Uh, they all agreed Leicester were the best side. Um, they don't seem to have any uh, any hopes for this season for themselves. But for us, they, they think we'll finish in top four. I think we'll finish in top four, Phil, as well. Yeah, it's, Lee, it's, it's just fantastic to go down to the King Power Stadium at the moment, playing Arsenal. Before, before the match kicked off, we, we actually thought... You know, we're probably the better team in this before it started. And as the game played out, we just simply were the better team, Lee. We were better in every position on the pitch, man for man. We had better players. I think after 60 minutes, I said to to the people I'm watching it with, I said, is is that Ozil on the pitch? I did, I, has he come on or what? It, he'd been on all game. I just hadn't noticed him play at all. Aubameyang uh, had glances and touches, but... We just looked the better team, didn't we? We did, mate. We, we really did. Uh, I, I can't see... Uh, any changes are happening against Brighton to be honest with you, unless James Madison which we'll touch on now um, is injured because he's not really featured for England really he got, he got subbed on um, in the in the midweek game last, last week but overall he's just not had a sniff again what else does James Madison have to do to get into Gareth Southgate's England team uh, it's a big question, isn't it, Lee? Because he, he's performed at a good standard, a very good standard last season, looking even better this year. Most Leicester fans, I, I guess I guess the positive is he's going to come back to Leicester raring to go, fired up, fit. Red. I mean, there was talk of him having a slight calf strain on Sunday for England. But if he was, what was it? He was on the subs bench. So why would he be on the subs bench if you've got a strain? You wouldn't be. Exactly, um, mate. I do feel that it's... Look at, at, at Mount. He's just walked in. Uh, you know, Frank Lampard signed him up. He's had about, what, 10 games? Uh, and he's, he's in the England squad. It's almost, again, feels like it's big team names. Big, big, big name players for big teams. And... Leicester seem to be snubbed as a big team again. Well, that's just we, how I feel. You, you mentioned birthday boy Mark Albrighton. Um, probably had one of the best four or five seasons out of many, many English players in the Premier League at a consistent level for Leicester. Okay, not in our team at the moment, but never got a sniff, never got a mention nope. for England. Um, again, Harvey Barnes has had a great season for Leicester. I think he's the highest assist maker at the club and I think almost in the Premier League this season and he's not mentioned for England and yet like you say uh, Mount uh, and some of the others seem to get in there ahead of Harvey Barnes um, 
and James Madison. So it, it's, you know, I think it's just one of those things you have to put up with being a Leicester player, which is slightly why people like Harry Maguire maybe, you know, look to move on. Now, uh, you're right um, uh, about James Madison. I, 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 Myself, I just can't understand why he's not in the England setup. But if anything, it probably just benefits us overall. Because him playing for England, if he has got some sort of knock or carrying some sort of old injury, it it, it could affect him. So, sod it. Yeah. I'll take uh, him for Leicester. I, I don't give a monkeys about England anymore, mate. I really have sort of lost interest. I'm not, I didn't watch the games. I, I'll openly admit on this podcast, I did not watch the, the England games whatsoever. I've not even seen the highlights. The only things I've seen is when the Kosovo fans were holding the uh, the St George's flags at the start of the game which I really appreciate as respect but well, well Lee the biggest thing you will have missed on the game last Thursday was Ben Chilwell had a fantastic game for England he does assists he does and played very very well and I think I think most Leicester fans now because he was getting a bit of stick even from from Leicester fans for five six seven weeks ago but had a fantastic few games for, for Leicester and kept it off with a brilliant performance against uh Oh, I'm trying to remember. It was last Thursday, Kosovo, or, <laughs> or was it Montenegro? Mon- I didn't watch it either. Lee. That's what I mean. I, I saw the highlights. I, I just don't watch England anymore, mate. I'm so drawn into Leicester City Football Club and club football. I just well, let's let's look forward to Brighton then, Chappers, because yeah. that is going to be that's the big thing for Leicester fans, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, the the current standings with Brighton themselves and Leicester uh, were both played twelve. Leicester have won eight. Brighton have only won four. Lost five. Brighton have um, with their previous form of a, a win loss win loss win loss uh, sort of. So they're they're up and down. Uh, they are fifteen points, and we have twenty six. Uh, we've played 12 times between us with not many wins and losses between actually with five wins for Leicester and four wins for Brighton so it's quite evenly matched and three draw three three draws between the pair it's going to be a tricky one Phil I think right, Lee I think you're spot on there they're for Brighton they're, they're one of these clubs like we've had to establishing themselves in the Premier League this is I think their third season yep. in the league 15 you say they're on 15 points uh, did I say 15 I said 15 points yes yeah I think that's that's a tidy little return they'll, they'll be happy with that it, that would put them on, on, on line to finish with around 40 points that's a right. season they're which on again, target would, would, be a, would be where they'd want to be you know establishing themselves third season on the trot more money in the bank that's you know they're no poor shakes. They've had some good results this season. And um, it's not going to be easy going down to the Amex. It's it's not notoriously a, a great a great ground for us, but we've done okay-ish recently, haven't we? Yeah, what is it? An attendance over there, is it about 30 as well? But similar sort of... I think it's a bit less. Like, like, I think it's a, yeah. bit, a bit smaller than King Power. But it's yeah. a, a nice little ground. Yeah. Um, looking back at the previous uh, results, it looks like Leicester really haven't struggled with them, though, to be honest with you, since around 2015. Um, 2017 was a 2-0 win here at King Power, 2-0 away in 2018, uh, a 1-1 draw away, uh, a 2-1 win at the King Power in 2019 in February of this year. So, I, 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 I'm not fearing them, but... It, I'm just going on history, Phil, of five wins, four losses. It's very evenly matched on history. And history does mean a lot with these teams. Look, yep. at, look at the Man United fixture. We went to Man United yet again and lost.
Your accumulator letting you down again. You've cashed out early. And you just can't win. Prehistoric football coupons? Nah. Have a think about it. Why not play a new way? At Loserpool. Pick a loser and win a thousand pounds in a last man standing tournament. Be a loser and win at Loserpool. Enter for free now. Visit loserpool.com. And I, I base that on history stats alone. Because we, yeah. were, we were the better team. We are the better team this season. But yet again, we've got to hold Trafford and don't get anything. I'm just going on stats, mate. Yeah, and I think we can go to Brighton and pick up points. The form we're in, Lee, the way we played away at Crystal Palace, that 2-0 win, um, which we battled it out, the way we obviously thrashed Southampton 9-0, the way we played, it was the most. I thought one of the most exciting things we did was how we played against Arsenal because we, we just outplayed them. And if we take that spirit and skill levels into the Brighton game, I think we've got the players who can turn it on in a flash to score... <laughs> We've scored a couple of fantastic goals in the last couple we of games. We have, like. we have, we really have. That that uh, the Jamie Vardy team goal. goals. Oh, yeah, just yeah. the team goals. The combination play has been phenomenal. Uh, and just mentioning Jamie Vardy there uh, on eleven goals already in the Prem. Um, he's just flying. I think he's gonna he's gonna smash his own record this season. I think. I, I dared I dared say in the summer. My one of my big worries was is Jamie Vardy. Not over the hill because that's not the right way. But he's he's had two, he's had so many good seasons for us on the spin. Is this going to be the season where the goals dry up? And I couldn't have been more wrong. No, it's just it's unreal. I think I've said this before on the podcast, Phil. He's the fittest he's ever been recorded on. Uh, one of the it was it that bleep test that was recorded. He's the fittest he's ever been. He's got the lowest uh, heart rate he's ever had. It's just. just crazy crazy stuff for a 32 year old footballer and you look back and think well you know what he is 32 but he's not really a 32 year old footballer because he didn't start until later on in his in his age you know so I think he's still got plenty in the tank I think so and, and the way the way he chased around against Arsenal it is he looks hungrier than ever Lee. definitely mate um, another player to watch I think for Leicester is Caglos uh, Gonchu who's top of successful passes in the club is 733 uh, passes combined for his successful passes this season uh, he's just turned into a phenomenal squad player he's <laughs> just we're not missing Harry Maguire whatsoever who? yeah exactly who? we're not we are not who, missing who? him whatsoever. It's unbelievable. Thanks, he, he Thanks is... for that eighty million, man. Yeah. I know. Cheers. That, Cheers that, that eighty million pound has gone straight into the really back into the club, really to pay for the training facility that's come in. Um, just a phenomenal player. I can't believe he was sat on the bench all season last season. It's mad. No. I mean, I mean. Firstly, what, should we call the new training ground thanks to Harry Maguire training ground? I don't <laughs> yeah. know because he's effectively bought that for us. We uh, should call it something like HM <laughs> HM training ground or something. <laughs> it should be something. I think I'm sure it'll be the Vichai training ground. It will be. Um, be. Oh, fair. speaking, um, I've got some news for you, by the way, Phil. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this or not, but the uh, the King Power brand have uh, have have put a hundred million uh, pounds, I believe, into a a new uh, Thai football training ground at the international level in Thailand that was posted today 
Uh, so more on that as it develops. Uh, we can spread some news of that on the pages on uh, on 100% LCFC on Facebook and Twitter. I'm sure you'll once I've told you now, you'll you know, as soon as we finish this, you'll have a look at that and post that out as news. Um, you, by well, the way, you that's can, that's, a, that's a, yeah that exactly that's that. a, that's a cheap plug as well. There you go. F- make sure you follow uh, 100 LCFC on Facebook, and we are Leicester Fan TV now on Twitter and YouTube. And YouTube. Of course. Yeah. Lee, that's really that's really interesting stuff. Um perhaps they should call that that ground that uh, training ground in Thailand the Harry Maguire training ground then. Yeah, I will I, what I'll do is uh you won't be able to see this, but I'll I'll put the photo here. It's here now yes. if you're looking. The photo's here on the footage. Um it, it looks to me like that's a statue of Vichai as well behind top. So I don't know, Phil. You'll have to have a look stuff. after the podcast. We'll have to have do some digging. Yeah. Okay, right, let's move on. So, Who Knows Wins this weekend is back, and you've set up the league, correct? Yeah, every week, Lee, there's a Leicester Fan TV league on Who Knows Wins. It's We've said it before, and lots of people are joining us now, on it, it's, which is great. It's just like us lot meeting down the pub and having a bit of a £5 each wager, see who can predict the most scores correct. Uh, we've got four or five out of the Premier League, and you know what, for a bit of a mix-up, I have chucked in the Forest game and the Derby game just to see. Do you remember those clubs? Our uh, old rivals. We don't, we've not played them in years, Lee. I, I can't. Just I, in a no, different division. I, I, I don't know who you're talking about, Phil. Forest. And they're that oh, team that yeah. play in red that try to blend in with like the better teams like Liverpool and Man United. Yeah, they're, they're living in the 1970s, as are Derby County, <laughs> but both are in. Who knows wins league this week? Oh dear, Phil, it's funny. Um, yeah. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do this to you because it's a couple of weeks old now. But no, it. I am. I won last time, and I won about forty quid. <laughs> Took all your money. But try and play this week. Uh, I've not put mine down yet. I will have a look at the fixtures no. in the week. Well, I tell you what, Lee. I think I'm not winning because we've, in these podcasts, I'm giving out what scores I'm going for. That... So everybody's. Uh... <laughs> Knows exactly what not to go for. Don't <laughs> don't follow my tip. So I'm not telling you this week. Let's keep it under our noses. Yeah. Listen, my pick, my selections are usually uh, are usually right because what I do is I pick the the obvious ones, but then I'll take the most obvious one and turn it on its head. Just just the one to to up the ante, and it, and it's worked for me so far, Phil. <laughs> yeah, it's one tactic, isn't it? Like you say, if you go against the grain, that is why. Football is one of the hardest things ever to go down the bookies and have a proper bet on because there's always, if you do like one of these accumulators or something like that, um, there's always a couple of results go strange, isn't there? Yeah. Every week. So it's tough, but that's why this one, the money all stays in a pot. Whoever plays, um, we get to share it between us. It's got, so, it's got even harder, I think, this season, Phil, with VAR coming. Yeah, um, have I just said, have I just said I mean, a naughty word? Yeah, don't say that. Let's not. A lot of Leicester fans have been like taking the mick out of Liverpool and yeah. um, saying how bad it is. Actually, Leicester have done pretty well out of we VAR have. this season. We we wouldn't be second if it wasn't for VAR. So that Spurs um, fixture in particular, that was a VAR fixture and a half. Yeah, and the Wolves game, yeah. the first yeah. first home game of the season, two two. Now there's some news on VAR, VAR, Phil. There's some news on VAR, uh, which apparently we are now going to be because we moaned about this on a previous podcast that there isn't enough information given out in the ground it's okay for the features to go out on you know on tv for people that watch on tv you get a bit more but when you're in the ground you're not given anything you're just given some naff screen and 
a, a two minute silence while you wait for for a decision, and it's not enough. We we have no idea what VAR is being based on, what decisions been made, on, on why it's being made. It's just too slow, and it breaks the game down. Uh, apparently, we are now going to be given more information as VAR is being worked out and checked on. So that's hopefully progress going forward. Hope so, Lee, because. It, 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 like you say, we're the second-class citizens at the moment. We're the idiots paying 20, 30, 40 quid a ticket yeah. to go and watch it. And the people who are watching it on TV around the world or illegally streaming it, whatever goes on nowadays, they're getting more information than, than us idiots who paid to be in the ground. And we are part of the entertainment value making the noise. Lee, from my point of view, the VAR, one of the sad things is is now a goal goes in and almost... I used to always jump up when Leicester scored and I'd, I'd have a little look at the linesman just in case a flag had gone up. But you normally went a bit mental when the goal goes in. I don't know about you this season, but it's just a bit of me thinks. Yeah. You sort of look at the ref and you think, oh, he's putting his finger, is he putting <laughs> his finger to his ear? And you're looking at the ref instead of jumping around celebrating because you're going, well, are they going to, I don't, you know, what's, you know what I mean, don't yeah. you? Yeah. No, I, I completely know what you mean, mate. It's like when you play uh, a game of FIFA and it gets ruled out as offside and you throw the controller at the screen. You can't really do that at the game, can you? But eventually I think people are going to start throwing their phones at the referee. <laughs> Lee, Lee, what, what's, what do you mean FIFA? I still play Sabutio. Do you, do you even know what that is? Yeah, yeah I do know what Sabutio is, mate. Um, so, you know what? I've got a, a, a Sabutio figure of someone. Who was it? It was Casey Keller or something. Somewhere around. I'll have to get that one out. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Sabutio. No, um, talking about FIFA, mate, I think that's a good idea. that we Maybe we could do some predictions uh, the week before. Uh, maybe me versus you on FIFA for the YouTube channel. Yeah, if, if you, you, you could get some Leicester 9 nilers against me if you play me at FIFA, <laughs> chappers. I've, I, I've got all the ideas, but no, no finger controls. I'm used to an Atari controller, which has got one joystick and one button. Oh, my God. All these Xbox controllers now. ZX Spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what was it? Sensible Soccer. I used to play that Yay. before your time, chappers. Legendary game, that. I, yeah. I, I still love that. Um, right, cool. that's 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 about it for us. Uh, just just one more thing before we go, mate. Uh, predictions for the game against Brighton at the weekend. Score predictions, go. Well, it's got to be Jamie Vardy. Okay. He's the one who's scoring the goal, so I'm going to give him the first, the first goal. I think he actually is going to get two. I'm going to go Leicester 2-0, Vardy to get a brace. Oh, there you go. So Phil Holloway with a Vardy 2-0 win. I'm going to go with Ricardo Pereira and 3-0. What form he's been in this season, Lee, uh, honestly. Uh, one, I don't, I'm, I'm not fearful that Man U or Spurs are going to come in for him. I'm, I'm fearful that like Real Madrid and Barcelona are going to come in for him at that, the end of the season. Oh, mate, he's, he that, is. he's that good. Um, Mateus, uh, a Porto uh, friend of mine uh, from the Champions League, uh, I talked to him a fair bit. Uh, he's a bit of a Porto ultra, actually, and he told me that this guy, when we signed him, was going to be mustard. Uh, he's probably one of their best players, and boy, he weren't wrong. He weren't No, wrong. he's... He has been top, top draw. He was great last season and he's just even better this season. Ah, oh, to top draw. But yeah, I'm going to go Ricardo Pereira 3-0, Phil. 
Fair enough. Good luck with that. Yeah. Right. Get your predictions in on 100% LCFC. I'm sure Phil uh, will be go- doing the pizza, pizzeria uh, comp. So get your goal scorer and predictions in on, on the Facebook page of 100% LCFC. Um, drop a comment in on the YouTube channel. Click the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Thank you for coming on today, Phil. I shall see you all guys on the next one. Take it easy. Peace out. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.